0: I'm Ken Hemmings, and he is Chris Lang. And welcome to another of these regular property briefings. Again, a warm welcome to you, Chris. It's always a pleasure, Ken. There's been a few media articles recently talking about the office markets around Australia. And in an earlier podcast, you gave us some insight into the growing trend of community hubs. The other day I think I read something about a company called Liquid Space. What is it exactly that they're doing?
1: Well it's interesting you should raise that, Ken, because for my mentor group in the last quarterly webinar at the end of each one I like to cover mainly because people ask for them, is what trends are emerging and coming forward or have been established. And so forth. And in the summer webinar, or the, sorry, the autumn webinar, I covered community hubs. And this liquid space is interesting because it's emerged, or well, it has been for a while in America. And probably the the best comparison, which most people would probably know, is Airbnb. I think most people are familiar with that. It's a an online facility which allows private individuals to list their available rooms or even their, their homes to allow travellers to book those on a short-term basis. And as you can appreciate, this is providing some real competition for the traditional hotel chains around the world. And using a similar model, uh, this firm called Liquid Space is now providing the same opportunity within the office sector. Now, with a travel, you can understand that it's opened up a whole new marketplace, both for the owners and the the travellers so that they now have a choice other than the main expensive or not-so-expensive hotels, but which are pretty impersonal. And whereas this way, you it's like going into someone's home if you're doing it on a, as a traveller. And again, with the, the office market, it's going to have a, a similar opportunity for those that are wanting short-term accommodation.
0: So, you've drawn a parallel with Airbnb. Who exactly do Liquid Space see as their target market for generating the necessary online listings?
1: Well, what Liquid Space does is allow non-property firms like lawyers, accountants and small business, small to medium business in general to obtain some rental for the unused space that they have in their offices that they lease on a short-term basis. Now, in some of the earlier podcasts, we discussed the vacancy rates around Australia. And if not, I'll just quickly recap that, you know, the national vacancy rate currently is, is hovering around the 12% mark. And that represents all up about 2 million square metres of unused space throughout the whole of Australia, mainly the capital cities and the suburbs, where Melbourne and Sydney are currently sitting around 85 to 9% vacancy, and Brisbane and Perth are around 14 to 16%, likely to both increase somewhat, particularly Perth, over the next few years. Now. This space is currently unoccupied and also unlet or unleased. However, in addition to this, there's a further 5% of the office stock which is currently let but unoccupied. So, in effect, this represents a hidden vacancy because it's presently committed under lease. And it's this. 700,000-odd square metres of unoccupied offices which are simply sitting there that Liquid Space sees as their target market. Now, most of these small operators just have one or two, maybe three or four, I don't know, for some of them. If they've got a sort of accounting firm, they might have half a floor vacant or four floors. And until it gets to that sort of size, they don't go and talk to the traditional leasing agent. Mostly they consider it too small. They just see it as a cost, if they've trimmed staff, a cost of running the business. They're just they're, they, Yes, they're paying rent on it, but it's just too much of a hassle to go through the process of finding tenants and, and so forth. But as I said, it's not it's really not for the larger firms that we're talking about. It's the smaller you know, they, they may not even have a whole floor of, of an office building. Just one or two or three offices available. And that's the market that currently is not being serviced, or let's put it another way, the potential occupiers do not and cannot have access to those available space. You might through a friend, hear about it and you do it on the the side, but there's no formal structure or ability for people to access those sort of small, available
0: office spaces. Does that mean that they are competing directly with traditional leasing agents?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. You see, just like Airbnb did, liquid space is offering the opportunity for previously not available space to now be available to potential occupiers. And that's really, on their website, the listings that are there that people can match themselves up with. However, unlike Airbnb, the liquid space users were never able to secure smaller office areas like this before from traditional leasing agents because as I said until it gets to a certain size the firms wanting to sublet the space don't want to go through the hassle but also leasing agents are not interested in in handling just one or two small offices you know they want whole floors or at least half floors before they become it's it's not just worth their while in the time effort and And relative to the remuneration that they get because traditional leasing agents tend to focus upon standalone self-contained tenancies where there's a need for a formal lease document. Now, Liquid Space steps around all that because all they are doing is providing a platform where the person that has these one, two, five or whatever it is, small offices available can list their premises there. And as a potential occupier, you can go onto their website and indicate that that's exactly what you want and you want to take it for a a day, a week, a month, whatever it is. And the website itself just puts the two of you together and then you directly with the holder of the office space available negotiate and resolve what it is that you or the arrangement you want to come to. So in answer to your question, no, it's not going to directly affect the traditional leasing agents, nor is it going to detract or upset you as an investor either because as far as you're concerned, your tenant is paying rent on the space whether or not they occupy it. So this is a secondary market, if you like, which enables the tenant to get some rent, and that will obviously be to your benefit because if they're not getting generating income out of it from a point of view of having staff there, at least they're getting rent for it, albeit that it it might be on a month to month basis or even weekly, but at least it's contributing to their cash flow, and that is got to be for your benefit. So no, it's not an issue as far as you as an investor nor the traditional leasing agents because it was a um, market that they weren't even interested in the first place and is now available to the small operator to use on a
0: short-term basis. If you as a, a small business had an office area available, how would Liquid Space be charging you?
1: Well, in the States, they really, Liquid Space is really only focused on the sort of hourly and daily bookings. They're changing that model and that's what they're rolling out here in Australia. But the charge rates, there's two models. I said for hourly and daily bookings, they charge you 50% of the first booking this is you, the holder of the space available, 50% of whatever you get for the first booking, 25% for the second booking, and then if it goes on a continuous basis, 10% of whatever you get from there on. So once you're on their books and operating, it runs at 10%. So therefore, if you go straight into monthly bookings, this is the second model, and you operate on a month-to-month basis, well, then they will only charge you 10% of whatever it is that you receive by way of rent from the occupier. So it's a pretty simple model. It operates, but as I said, the real secret is that it takes the middleman out of it. You know, it's a bit like crowdfunding and what have you. It's, it's, It's disruptive, but it's not disruptive in the sense that it's taking business away from the traditional leasing agent or shooting investors in the foot. As I said, if anything, it's it's to your advantage and you ought to look upon this as a plus as a an owner of commercial property because it just provides your tenant with an opportunity to ensure that the space they're leasing can be fully utilised either through staff filling it or through uh, getting some rent when it's not occupied. It provides that flexibility, and, you know, it's up to the tenant, your tenant, to come to a relationship or an understanding, an arrangement with the incoming person. And, look, they have the right to refuse, and just because someone says they want it doesn't mean they have to accept them. You know, if you're a lawyer, you're going to be pretty sensitive and or accountant to who you put in there as a, we'll call them a sub-tenant uh, or transient tenant, because they're going to be having access to your property you're going to have to give them maybe a key if you get to know them on a month-to-month basis or a longer term arrangement but they the advantage is that they get to they can have their calls answered they can be given an extension within the the office they can use the meeting room you know there's lots of pluses and minuses as far as uh, how it works and You know, all in all, it just makes a lot of sense, and I think it's very clever. So I think you'll find liquid spaces here to stay. It doesn't replace even serviced offices because, I mean, that's a monthly commitment ongoing. Even if you have a virtual office, it's still a monthly commitment. This is only you pay for it when you use it. And as I said, it may be ongoing, it may only be It may be that you're travelling interstate and and you just want to find somewhere in that capital city for a week or whatever it is that you stay and you can go onto their website, set it up before you go, arrive and you've got all your office facilities ready for you when you get there.
0: What liquid space are providing sounds like a, a rather good arrangement.
1: Well, you're right because there are winners all around. I mean, any space just sitting there idle can be used by people who would otherwise be unaware of its availability. And liquid space simply takes a facilitation fee for bringing those parties together.
0: Well, uh, thank you, Chris, for keeping us up to date with the latest goings-on in the marketplace.